What's up? What's up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Ringwalk Danny, and we have special guests in the building, Nico Ali Walsh. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy to have you in studio, man. Uh, obviously, we had you in our other studio, but good to have you here at the Wind and have your face plastered on the wall. Yeah, it's crazy. I walked in and I was like, oh my God. I First, I saw my grandfather and I was like, that's cool. You guys probably put that in here just because I'm here. And then I saw myself. That's crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, our topic today has to do with the heavyweight division. Jermaine Franklin is going to be taking on uh, Dillian White this Saturday. And uh, they got everything to lose because you got Eddie Hearn dangling the matchroom, Anthony Joshua, you know, cash cow out there and saying that the winner gets Anthony Joshua, which leads to millions of dollars. And I figured since right. you're in studio, you know, you got everything to lose because you carry that Ali name. So everybody's gunning for you. I forget who we were just talking to, but, um, oh, Mini Pac-Man. No, Mini oh. Pac-Man, he was saying like, you know, it's hard in sparring because since I'm a champion, everybody wants to get off on a champion. You know, yeah. and I know you're not a champion, but you deal with that because of your name. Like the Vargas's, Vargas's right, who right, were right. in here and said, you know, they want to beat the name out of us, basically. And, uh, you know, so That's I'm like, you got everything it. to lose as well because, you know, you are carrying, you know, that name. So yeah. you're part of the topic, obviously, man. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad to be, you know, a part of the topic. You know, the heavy, heavyweight boxing is like the pinnacle of boxing. So I think right now, Heavyweight boxing is in a good place uh, with Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, Andy Ruiz, Dillian White. Like, these are great guys to watch. So we're in a good space right now. But, uh, yeah, when it comes to everything to lose, that's, like, story of my life, especially when it comes to boxing. Absolutely, man. Um, so I want to talk about, obviously, your relationship with your, your team, your trainers. Um, I feel like... You know, you guys are doing a great job. You're coming along uh, nicely. Uh, how do you feel your progression is? And, and, you know, how did you put that team together? Because obviously with your name, I'm sure everybody wanted to train you or right. be, would be willing to train you. Right. Yeah, so um, I, I, I switched trainers a lot, unfortunately. And it wasn't my doing. It was basically, it was, uh, there, were, there were problems within my original team. Uh, that was, you know, it was just causing conflict with everyone. Uh, but we got that solved, and now I'm with the the right team. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's hard finding the right people because boxing. There's so many uh, scummy people in boxing. I I seen it with my grandfather growing up. I've seen it, so like it's it's tough to find the right people. Um, but right now I'm I'm with the right people. So who are the people? I'm with Coach K. Uh, Coach Flick, well, Coach K, uh, people, boxing fans know Coach K because he's with a lot of the prospects in boxing. Uh, he was in Shakur Stevenson's corner many, many times. Uh, he's with Troy Isley, Duke Reagan. Uh, he's with uh, so, so many people. He, he's just, he's a guru. Michaela Mayer. Michaela Mayer, of course. There, there's, so, there's so many people and he... If he's not in the corner, he's giving advice outside of the actual fight. So he's just, he's everywhere. Um, and, and he's brilliant with boxing. So I'm with him. 
Coach Coach K, Coach Flick, uh, Coach Smalls, and then my strength and conditioning uh, trainer is Quincy. For sure, for sure. Yeah, man, K has a lot of good fighters and obviously, you know, a great boxing mind. You know, he's had uh, some dealings, I'll say, with Shakur before I say the wrong thing. Get pop, pop mad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about that, by the way. Yeah. I just know he he grew up he grew up with Shakur. I, I don't uh, I don't know anything about w- what's going on right now. Nah, I mean you know I I seen K with you know Shakur. Yeah, but I've seen pop up with him too. So you know it is what it is. Just saying, it's a good team. It's a good good coach. Amazing, amazing. I, lo- I love Flick too, man. He's uh. I feel like he's very hands-on. I'm I'm waiting for has he had like a his own fighter debut or has he always been under K? And I don't mean that I in mean, any Jared, disrespect. No, I I think I think he's on his own with Jared Hurd. Okay. Um, if if I'm not mistaken. Uh but you know what the thing is is I I I find myself relating with people who uh who are like kind of underdogs and Mm -hmm. flick is a bit of an underdog because he's a young trainer and young trainers in boxing aren't given the respect they deserve because you've got like the greatest trainers of all time are old guys. They're old heads who know, obviously they know what they're talking about. They have been around the block. I get it. They're old and and they're smart, but you could be a great young trainer. You're like, I mean, look at Eddie Reynoso. Mm -hmm. So, but like, when when people think of boxing trainers, I think they think of like Customato, who's probably one of the greatest of all time, but he's an older guy. Uh, but these young trainers, they're 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 coming up. No, I'm I'm, I'm with you, champ. You know, I, I've been fortunate to be around a lot of uh, legendary trainers, and I'm gonna tell you something. It's something about the old trainers; they're just stubborn. You get yeah. what I'm saying? It's like you see this young trainer, and you're telling him, "Hey, your fighter's doing this wrong," but it's like. That one thing is what they're best at, and they're, you know, one of the best in the game. I'm like, so, and I've I've asked trainers, I'm like, so you don't you don't see this style working at all under any circumstances, and they've told me no, and I'm like, right, you know, there's like this world champion, and the, and it's like they're just stubborn. So I'm with you. It's terrible. It's terrible, and I I think that's wrong with anybody, but especially I know nothing about training uh, fighters at all, but I do know I'm. I'm an excellent learner. And what I learn with is that when a trainer sees that a fighter can't fight a certain style, uh, they let them fight their style. I love that. That's what my team's allowing me to do now. That's what Flick allows me to do. He lets me fight my style. He corrects, you know, certain things. But like my grandfather, for example, what if he had uh, a trainer that said fight like Mike Tyson or like train that, that peekaboo style? It would not have worked. It just would not have worked. So I mean, your got- grandfather traditionally didn't fight correct. So right. if he, he had wrong. he fought wrong. Exactly. But if it he, worked. Exactly. If he had that trainer to be there to say, hey, pick up your hand, then he wouldn't probably move as well as he did or jab off the back foot how he yeah. did. And you know, he was all so pretty on his yeah. You gotta you gotta have the right people. And I remember hearing when I was little, I, I saw an interview of uh Angelo Dundee talking about my grandfather saying when he, when I would tell him to put his hands up, he got hit more. And I didn't understand that as a kid, but I a hundred percent understand that now you just got to have the right 
person telling you to do the right things. So what's going on with this? Is like is 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 this MMA thing real or is that like a typo on the internet? Oh, that's my brother. My brother oh. just uh just turned amateur in MMA. Uh so he's got his third amateur MMA fight coming up. That's that's what that is. Some people um But they're saying have, making the PFL debut. Yeah, he's the first um amateur in the PFL. Congrats to your brother. I was nervous, though. Who? I thought it was you. I'm no, like, damn, no. man, we I would, lost I would one. Never, I would never do MMA. And I'm going to be honest with you, champ. No disrespect. Yes. I, I knew about your brother way before I knew about you. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it because football? of the MMA? Football. 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 He, he, was, he played football for a, uh, all throughout high school. They went undefeated in high Bishop school. Bishop Gorman, man. I, yeah. Yo, I've never Fun been times. to... I've never... I just went this past season. I've never been to a high school game nest where they had valet. Like you walk up and see nothing but Ferraris and Lambos oh, and Rolls Royces. Yeah, they were they were nuts. Uh, Flav Flav was there and uh, everyone was there. Flav was there. Snoop Dogg was there. Um, Dana White would show up sometimes. Conor McGregor showed up. Uh, there there were stars uh, at those games. It's crazy. Yeah, typically uh, you would only see that in high school basketball, but I feel like Bishop Gorman yeah. uh, brought them out, and obviously your brother was uh, I'd say the star of the team. During yeah. d- during his reign yeah, there, definitely, definitely. So uh, I I definitely knew of your brother. So when I saw that, you know, I was you know obviously excited because it's like from the gridiron to the cage, you know, right, and, and right. with you being in the in the ring, you know, a, a bit of everything. Uh what are you? What were your thoughts? I'm sure you guys had a conversation prior to his announcement. What were your thoughts on the move for your brother? You know, uh, he. He loves MMA. Um, he he got into it not not too long ago, so he's just you know forging his own path now with it. And uh, yeah, I mean during COVID and stuff, like I would I would hold the mitts for him and uh, that kind of thing. That's that's when he got into it. That's when he first like picked it up. So uh, yeah, no, it's exciting to see you know where where it'll go. MMA for me, I would personally never do it. I've I'm like a one trick pony. I find one thing I love and I stick with that forever. And so I found boxing young and, and I never, never wanted to do anything else. So I wanted to take you back, obviously to your last fight. Uh, it was in Madison square garden. Yes. It was and, in the Hulu theater of Madison square garden. Yes. And, uh, about a month now, no, it was October 29th. You fought Billy Wagner. What was your thoughts going into that fight? How, when exactly did you know, your opponent's name. So when it comes to opponents, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even think about their name. I, I think about their face. Um, so it wasn't till, you know, a couple weeks before the fight that I actually knew his name. Um, so no I, tape. No tape. We were watching. Okay. But the name didn't matter. Like, cause coach K would pull up the tape. Coach K is the man. He's like, you know, he's got everything planned. He had, you know, his notes out and, and everything. But, yeah, no, we watched the tape, the little tape that we could find. And uh, I didn't know his name till a couple weeks leading up to the fight when I had to do interviews and whatnot. But going into the fight, I knew he was extremely tough. And he fought. His only two losses before me were to top guys. So Javier I, Martinez and Alexis Espino. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so I, I knew he was going to be tough. 
Um, and I was I was looking forward to it. So first round, how how would you say? I felt like that was a round for you. Yeah. Did were you were you happy with your performance in that first? I was extremely happy with the first round. Uh, yeah, no, the first round I opened up a cut on his like nose bridge to eye or somewhere along along that area, and uh, it, the blood started trickling out from him uh, after that. Um, I I knew with this fight it was my first six round fight. I didn't want to go for the knockout. I didn't want to be known for knockout, 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 knockout. It's hard to like get out of that. Like when people start recognizing you for knockouts, it's almost like they they don't expect it. Yeah, it's expected, and then they think you can't go the distance. So going b- before I even got in the ring, I said to myself, I would love to do six rounds of just pure boxing. I would love it. And uh, first fight I heard okay with overtime. Oh, absolutely. Because I mean, if you look, if you look at some fighters that just knock out everybody, look at um, my dude Edgar Berlanga, for example. He knocked out everyone in the first round, like his first sixteen fights. People don't give him the respect uh, he deserves for what he's done to this point. Like they say, he can't go the distance. He can. But it's it's hard to get out of that. So it's like a double-edged sword with that. Like, if you're knocking out everyone, everyone expects you to knock out people. And then if you don't knock them out, they'll see that fight as like a loss mm-hmm. a little bit. And, and it's stupid. Absolutely, man. Second round. Again, I feel, round. Yes. I feel like you were dominating. He, he kind of came out Let on the back Let me tell you what foot. happened in the second round. At the end of the second round, he landed two right hands. Um, like the closing seconds of the second round. And then once he landed those two right hands, I I was pissed because I was like, you know, the crowd, the crowd loves to see someone like me get hit. Like they they wanna they wanna see they wanna see action. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I was just pissed. I walked to my corner pissed. So after that. Every single round before, after that, I started just moving, moving way more than, than usual. And it's unfortunate with me that sometimes I got to get hit to, to move my head. What did you think of that third? Would you score it for yourself? Have the you watched round? this fight back? No, I've watched the fight multiple times. The third round? I would say the third round is, w- would be the closest round. If if I could give him a round, I'd, I'll give him the third round. If I could give him a round, I'll give him the third round. Because the closing seconds of the second round, he only had the, the closing seconds. He didn't have the full second round. Um, but the third round, I'll give him. Third round. When when did you figure out that that the left hook was the the money shot? It oh, felt like it landed. A, okay. The first round, because uh, the first round is when I opened that cut. Um on his nose bridge, and it was with the left hook. I threw a left hook and then a jab. Um, and so I, I knew it was the left hook. I was trying to not throw a lot of right hands in that fight, which may have been wrong, but I didn't, I again didn't want to be known for just one thing. I didn't want to be known for just right hands. Uh, so I was trying to throw a lot more jabs and a lot more hooks, just a lot with my left. Um, so yeah, I, I knew the left hook was, was the. I guess it's not dangerous. Like, I would literally normally ask, 
do you think that that's dangerous, you know, to play with your food, go six, pull back from the knockout, do what the matchmaker's not expecting? Because for the matchmaker now, like, I'm, I'm sure Bruce and, you know, they thought you probably were going to stop this guy. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, so I, I wouldn't say I was holding back on the knockout. I wouldn't want to say that. Um, I definitely tried to knock him out, but when I saw when I saw the opportunity, I, I would. He's tough. Like he he's got a chin. So I I I couldn't. I couldn't knock him out. Like I, I did try. I, I wasn't trying the whole time because I didn't want to get um crazy. You know, you start winging shots when if you're trying to knock the dude out the entire fight, you're gonna look, you're gonna look insane. You know, sure. you, you're gonna look it's gonna look like a street fight. I wanted to look beautiful in there. So I, I was waiting to, I was waiting for the moments. And then when I saw the moments, I was landing good shots, but you know, he's tough. So you've been out almost a month, not quite yet. Yes. Obviously not back on the T.O. card because no. that's too soon. So are you just off for the rest of the year for sure? Yes. No. So I'm a hundred percent not fighting for the rest of this year, but um Bruce Shushu Carrington is on the TO card, and a lot of my other friends are on the TO card. So I'll be at that fight. I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm. Every time someone comes to Vegas, I join their camp. So I'm constantly in camp. So I'll be in camp, so to speak, for that fight. Um, with Shushu? No, Shu's gonna be training um, in Houston with hmm. uh, Jared Anderson. So okay. Um, but I will be um, at that fight, and I. Try not to get out of shape at all. So, like, right now, I'm still in shape. So, uh, someone I'm assuming you spar with, uh, we just brought them up, the Vargases. Yes. He's got a big fight uh, yes, on the Sepera Regis uh, pay-per-view. Um, what's your thoughts on, uh, you know, his fight? Obviously, I'm sure you know him because the guy fought a top-ranked fighter. Mm -hmm. Not really top-ranked fighter, but, you know, Edgar Belanga's boy, um... What's my Dominican friend's name? Pablo Valdez. Pablo. Yeah. Undefeated so, Pablo. Which Vargas are we talking about? Are we talking about Junior? Junior. Yeah, so uh, Junior and uh, his brother have... Wait, so you spotted Emiliano too? Because I thought he no, was like... No, I, I did. No, 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 no. I thought I thought, I thought that would have ruled it out. No, 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 no. I've only sparred Junior. And uh, no, they're all the Vargas, are, they're my people because they understand, you know, legacy and yep. that, that whole thing. So those are my dudes. And uh, yeah, no, he's got a fight coming up. And uh, they work hard. So the biggest thing in my eyes is what you do in the gym that shows up. What, what, what happens in the camp happens in the fight. And these guys are always working. So they're, they're going to do great. He's going to look great this week. So I had uh, a couple. I've never done this before, but I had a couple things. I'm going to say a word or two, and I want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind. So is this word association game? Okay, so I didn't know that it had a name. Okay, yeah, word association. So I'm going to start with, uh, I'm start with essence. Oh, God. So I just did, I did uh, a thing with this company called Essence, um, and they did a, uh, a collab with Versace. So I just shot... Uh, a Versace uh, uh, ad. So uh, that's the first thing that comes to mind. And Coach K was with me for that, by the I, way. I saw that. Yes. I saw that. He was also with you, uh, which was the next 
uh, phrase that I was going to say, Ken Block. Ken Block. Oh, my God. So, yo, you don't even know. I wish, like, I could afford to bring my... My best friend is the hugest Ken Block fan. Really? Like, what? And and when I seen you mm. did that, I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could bring him. But I, I didn't even know when you did it. Was that, like, in the middle of the night? Because you guys shut that down the street, was, right? That was crazy. So... Flick and Coach K were there for that. That, that was, they, so Hoonigans, which is Ken Block's, uh, like, thing, they they do, like, racing videos and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a collab with Everlast. I'm signed with Everlast, so that's how, that was my way in. And, uh, man, we were, we were in the ring, and Ken Block was drifting his car and hitting heavy bags outside of the ring on top of the palms. So that was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was late at night. That's insane. No, it he's a, he's a, he's an amazing driver. Like, did he's you? He's awesome, dude. Did you drive like off camera with yes. him? Yes, yes. I hopped in his. Uh, <laughs> I hopped in his car. We drifted. I never thought I'd be afraid to be in a car. I was afraid. What does he drive? What did he drive out here? That was that I'm, car. Was, it was an electric car. And he drifted in an electric he car. He was drifting in an electric car. And Holy smokes. I'm telling I'm, you, he's one of the best, though. No, he. I'm scared of, like, electric cars now because, like, <laughs> they're fast. They, If you think about it, like, I know normal cars. It has cars, to be the Porsche, then. No, I think it it's was, an I think it's an Audi because he's an uh, Audi partner. Okay, it was I have I don't know cars. I just know <laughs> that if it's electric, it can start. Like I think of like I think of like the speed of light. That's what it was like in being in that car. It just it started and it was like it was like being in a rocket ship. It was crazy. It was crazy. What were what was your thoughts uh, when they first like reached out to you? Um, Everlast reached out to me and they said, Hey, would you be open to doing this thing? <laughs> and I said, yes, I'm open to anything. So yeah. you knew him right away. You knew the name. Oh, I knew Ken. I knew Ken Block. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not a racing guy, but I know Ken Block. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you a Netflix guy? I'm a, I'm a Netflix guy. Yep. Okay. Now I am not right. Okay. I, and I've been on record and off record saying that, um, I am not a Netflix guy. Right. Okay. Um, so I definitely have my parents' account still, but let me tell you. Well, don't, I mean, I've got my mom's account. (laughs) Let me tell you, if you find the time, because I'm sure you have like a list of shows that you want to get to, because I'm not a racing guy, but I watched the Formula One Drive to Survive show. Really? And I am hooked. I'm champ. I'm talking about, I have Is this deja vu? What is that? Formula One? Are, are you guys were the same engineers yesterday, or are we in a, a freaking time capsule? This guy's going to do this again? No, no, no. Be, just because he, he had that experience he with Kendall. Lo- he came he out of somehow he's a, a NASCAR or no, 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 whatever no. it Formula is. Formula One. Those guys are different. What's Chen. the show called? It's called, if you type in Formula One, it'll come up. It's Formula One Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive. And it's okay. it's literally just covering the 20, the 20 drivers in their season, but... It got me so intrigued that, and you know, TikTok was talking about the races the last couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. I tuned in and I didn't know what was really going on until I watched the show and I'm hooked. I've literally looked into packages to go to the uh, Monte Carlo Grand Prix next wow. year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. like that? Yeah. $8 million packages. No, 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 no. It's like I want to check out this show. It's like it's like four G's. You know, it's starting at four G's for the weekend. But that's insane, bro. These, these guys are dr- 
I'm talking about okay. a different pair of balls. Like you're oh, going, yeah. you're going the over fear level of a race car driver is like, I looked at ESPN's uh, worst sports or like hardest sports. The fear level of all sports race car is like number one. Or it's at least top two, at least. Yeah, that that's that's no, crazy. But I, I know Ken so, Black isn't Formula One, but just you know throwing that out there. But so are are you into speed as well? You drive something fast? I just okay. So I'm with um I'm sponsored by Chop. Okay. Um, who he shout out he, to Chop. Shout been, out to Chop. Yeah, I been, love Chop. We've been trying to you know casually bump into him. Yeah, no, for Chop, like a year Chop's now. Chop's my dude. Chop's my dude. I just yeah no he's he's an amazing guy. I just did a. a we seen him at Fuel Fest. Yes, actually. we were at yes, Fuel Fest. I was, I was there. Yeah, I, so I we saw up for a second. Yeah, we saw. We didn't see you there, but we saw that you were there because we uh, ran into Cash Flow. Yes. and actually Chop was uh, with Tyrese, who we were kind of with. Right. So uh, our people invited invited us. So you know that was. It was terrible weather for that event, but it was amazing. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. It was amazing, but yeah, the weather. Something happened. Like it was like we were in a in a dust storm or something. That was yeah. crazy. Did you get to catch some of the drifting? Someone drove Flav. Okay. In in, in a because I showed up with Flav. Okay. Someone drove uh, a female racer drove Flav and just started drifting with him. So I got to see that. Okay. But it wasn't until the very, very end. Okay. But anyway, so you're with Chop. I'm with Chop, and Chop's got me in a Tesla right now, which I absolutely, absolutely love. It's my dream car. Um, I wouldn't want to drive anything else. No. So, which, and Teslas are fast. Which uh, Tesla specifically is your dream car? This exact one. It's a Model <laughs> 3. I okay. swear. I'm driving my dream car right now. and I'm So that's the car and not the truck, right? Well, the Cybertruck hasn't actually no, came out No, but not yet. that truck. The other truck. Ooh. The four door, you mean with the with the roof, the one that the, with the suicide doors, Jaden Smith had. Oh, see, I don't even know nothing about that. There's suicide door Teslas. Oh yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I thought I, they all were like that. No, I think just the. Um, I don't know what model it is, but I do know exactly what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Jaden and Will, Will did, you know, Will have got one after his son had one. It was really? pretty dope. That might be too flashy for me. I'm not really a flashy. It's actually guy. It's the Model X. Yeah, it's actually looks like a minivan, but no, it's but a for truck. The doors to open up like that. Oh no, are they Lamborghini? No, it's suicide. Then they open up like this. Oh, no. okay, my bad, my bad. No, they open up literally like that. Oh, so they oh, are. So they do, yeah, so that's they a are. Little, that's okay. a little much. For me. But I'm. I, I will say it's I, amazing. No, though. um, I was. I was in it actually. Uh, somebody in the boxing world has one. Okay. And I was extremely impressed. But I will say it was kind of funny because it was four of us in the car. So they had a all right. The two in the back get out so I can pull into this parking spot because the doors. Oh, right. Right. That is a good point. Yeah. So the doors. That's a good point. Because you know. Some Lambo doors open like bam, bam. You know what I'm saying? So those don't open at all to the side. No, see, those kind of open at an angle. These just open. They they flap open. Oh, bro. that's crazy. But, yeah, no, I. But I it was be literally. To, yeah. It was. It was. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you who it is off camera. But it, they were literally like, all right, guys. I was in the front. The two guys in the back had to get out so we could. Play. Yeah, because it's like a minivan. But it's, I would, it's sexy. I'd have to. I'd have to get out the sunroof if I drove a car like that. That's. You wouldn't be able to park like close. No, you can't because, yeah. or you're going to have to go through that, like make the people in the back seat get out first before wow. pulling into the parking space. Mm. Yeah, that is crazy. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe one day. What'd you have before the Tesla? 
Before the Tesla, I was in an Alfa Romeo. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Italian now car. my question to you is, because it hasn't been that many years, before electric cars growing up, what was your dream car? See, because for me, the 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 Hummer, but the one in, in Joanna Man, that big lifted like army Hummer that they had in Joanna Man. Don't remember it. You don't, I do remember the movie Joanna Man. It, it don't got, remember the Hummer. Yeah, it got repoed in the beginning, but <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> so I I but I used to want to drive a Hummer. I me used too. To until it hurt. Until I heard about it, like guzzling the gas. gas. Money. Yeah, it's only uh, eleven miles. Yeah, no. So per I, gallon. I my honestly, my dream car growing up was a Charger, mm. a black Charger. I've always wanted to drive a black Charger. That was the first car Chop put me in. So Chop is just uh. You know, just Been making, making it happen dreams, ever since. Making dreams. <laughs> so yeah, no, that was my dream car growing up. And then uh then I was like, you know, one day I want to be able to drive a Tesla. And then here you now are I'm driving a Tesla. That's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. Awesome. So the last the last word association for me is just photography. Wow. So photography. it was just essence and photography. Well, uh I didn't know if the essence no, it was also uh there Ken was Block. A, Ken Block. Yep. Ken Block, um, Essence and Photography. Yeah, so I I didn't know what exactly it was with Essence because I thought maybe it could have been a deal. So that's why I asked about that. But I do notice just photography uh, to be a thing. Um, is modeling something that catches oh, your eye? No, 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 okay. no. I, I could not model. I couldn't. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm glad I asked. Says I, the guy that's probably going to end up modeling. I legit, <laughs> I legit thought, I'm like, yo, you're pushing to walk that runway. No, I, I, I no. I, oh, listen to this. So with the essence, with the Versace thing, the Versace asked me, it was before my fight. It was before, um, it was before this last fight. It was during camp. And they asked me, they said, listen, you come to LA, same day, fly back. It's a couple hours shoot. I said, no, I was like, I'm in camp. So I said, no, initially. And then I told coach K about it. I said, Hey, listen, uh, Versace asked me, I just want to let you know, this is how dedicated I am. I said no to Versace because I'm staying in the gym doing this and that. Coach K basically slapped me. He's like, no, go like, get no. that exposure. <laughs> You're going to do Versace. And I said, okay, I'm only going to do Versace if you come with. So then they ended up getting Coach K a flight and, uh, and it worked out. So are they going to do like a throwback? So your grandfather's robe via Versace edition for the next fight or, or something was, that they can because sell? Because that was part of your shoe. Was no, the gold, and, and honestly, was I'm going to tell you one Versace thing. I'm going to tell you one right. thing, though. Whoever you know in Versace, tell them they got to handle this robe, all right? That robe is, come on, man. That robe is, it's ripping, man. It, it, <laughs> I'm on my third robe. There's no way. Wait, you got a Versace robe? He, he's you got a Versace robe. I didn't get a Versace robe. Come they on, did, they did not give me. You, they did not give me the robe. You're like friends what? with Tyson Fury. You did a photo shoot and you didn't get the robe. I did not so get the robe, guys. You, I'm sorry. That's crazy. I did not get the robe. That's I because the they're underwear. making. They're making the. They're making. I would the, hope you get the underwear. Yeah, I got the underwear. I mean, because if they took back the underwear, then I'd be like, guys. Nah, man. I think that I'm robe a, is made out of like fucking cherry cloth, man. It, it, first, my red one, rip. I stretch for the. For the coffee at the cash. I said, oh my God. Well, you're I a big, you're a I big st- dude. You gotta yo, get a different, you gotta Nico, get a custom robe. I have not thrown it away. I refuse to throw yo, it away. I know don't. somebody that'll sew that shit up. Champ. I refuse yeah. to throw it away, right? Don't throw it away. Bought another one. 
My girl bought me because she's she's seen I was just I was just just devastated. Why are you hulking these robes? No, I mean I'm old now. Robe. I'm old. What else do old people wear besides robes and sweatpants? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was with Kit, the totally off topic, but I was with Wiz Khalifa the other day. He said he's like. I'm in my 35s. I'm in my sweatpants age. You know, I just want to be comfortable, and it's true, man. You're pretty oh, comfortable man. in them joggers, I bet. I've been in. I've been in that sweatpants age since <laughs> I was about 13. I'm in. I'm in that age. I'm learning. I'm learning fashion. I'm trying to get get my fashion up because you know. I I um took being comfortable for granted, and I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I didn't get into this comfortable stage probably till like last year. And the only reason why, champ, is because I got too fucking fat to fit any of my <laughs> other clothes. Yeah. And, and you know, I was like, yo. And then it came to the point where I'm like, I can't. Like, I had to go shop. I legit had to go shopping because I'm like, all I have is sweatpants. And But it was so beautiful. What's the heaviest you've ever been? Like, before boxing? Oof. I was a chubby, I was a chubby kid. I was a fat kid. I was a chubby kid. I was fat. <laughs> I was fat. No, I was I was Watch. fat when I was little. He, he was like, I was. Yeah, I was. I was one sixty five. No, no, no. I was. I was as an amateur. I was one seventy eight as an amateur, and I'm talking How tall? five ten. Come on, that's not that's five, not nine? fat. I was fat. I'm gonna show you a picture. I'm gonna show you guys a picture. I was five big. ten, one seventy five. Let me no, tell you something. I said one seventy eight. <laughs> <Let me, laughs> Let me tell you something. Three more thousand. I'm, I'm five. I'm 5'10". Five I got up to 260 this year. No, he's, Listen, he's, guys, he's huge. I was a kid. I was a kid. That's not that's fair. normal. That's fair. And, and, I, and that was in shape weight. Like, that's after training. Like, I was... Uh, I was I'm going to show you a photo. Mm. I, was, I was a fat kid. I was. Um, and boxing just slimmed me down. But more than anything, because I didn't eat bad, it was, it's, it was my height. I just got taller and everything kind of just fell in place. Yeah. I got a couple of questions here from the people before we wrap up. Ruin of 504 New Orleans, he says, what's been your mindset heading into your first six rounder with Wagner? My mindset was I was, truthfully, I was nervous to see if I could handle the, the endurance of six rounds. Um, Looking back at it now, I'm upset that I was nervous about that because after six rounds, I wasn't even breathing hard. Like, I, I was ready to go 15 rounds, like, back in the Manila days. So, mm. yeah, that was, that was my mindset. I was just ready. We ran so much. I was, I was training like Mike Tyson that camp. Do you so. ever swim? Is swimming at yes, all? Yes, it's terrible. It's awful. But, yeah, no, we do <laughs> swim. Uh, Why is it awful? Because it's like you – it's like – if you if you're not strong enough to keep paddling, you'll drown, and then everything hurts. It hurts every part of your body. It's amazing for you. It's amazing. Coach K's got us doing that, but uh, it's just yeah, it's not fun. I don't know that it's on your Instagram, but I swear I didn't post any swimming because you know I, yeah. So I was gonna say I swear I've seen a picture of you doing the reenactment of your grandfather that underwater. That was top. Okay, rank. yeah. So top rank shot a couple. Some footage, not not from my last fight, but the fight before last. Um, they shot footage of me swimming, and uh, yeah, I it's like under it's no joke. It's like what my grandfather did. Like in in my grandfather's photo, 
He was underwater shadow boxing. That's literally what we're doing. We sh- I shadow box underwater. Like that's that's the whole point. It's like it slows down your punches and it builds speed. So swimming's amazing uh, for you. It's just not fun. <laughs> well, uh, I got Brandon in Houston. It says, "Who is the most impressive fighter you've seen in action at the top ranked gym?" Oh, but the first person that came to mind. There's two, but the first person that came to mind is Devin, mm. De- Devin Haney. Um, but Devin Haney and Shakur Stevenson are the two most talented fighters I've seen come into top rank. They are just crazy, crazy talented. Um, but I was watching Devin spar. He had a, he had a closed off gym. And since I, I've known Devin and his father since, uh, since I started boxing, my, my first ever boxing gym was their gym. Um, so they allowed me to come into the closed session and I got to watch him spar, which I haven't seen since I was a kid. And, uh, yeah, he's just super, he's a super talent. So him and Shakur Stevenson. And you're basing that off sparring. I'm basing that off of sparring and the way Devin trains. Um, but you can hear, you can hear in interviews, his IQ. I, I value a fighter's ring IQ more than almost anything. So the two things in a fighter that I value the most is their ring IQ and their discipline, which a lot of fighters don't have. Um, And it's tough to find a fighter that's got both. And when you do find a fighter like that, they'll become undisputed like, uh, like Devin. You know, and that's why I doubled back. I wanted to hear that because uh, I didn't have to see him spar to know that he was special, I, I had to see him train. I've yeah. never seen anyone train like that. Uh, just like now, I can say I've never seen anyone train like Jared Anderson. Like, I've right. never seen a heavyweight train like that. Like, right, right, right. You know, unless you're talking Tyson Fury. I, and, I, and I have to find out if I'm right about this, but I feel like I've seen Tyson once with ankle weights. Really? But I know Jared wears ankle weights. Yeah. And there's no other heavyweights that are doing that and uh, and everything else that he does. You know, he trains like he's a 60 or 47 pounder, which mm-hmm. heavyweights don't normally do. That being said, Devin, when I seen him train, I'm just like, whoa. He's you got know? the right people around him. I, I mean, you know, his his dad is like, uh, I think I think his dad is like the brains behind it all and and he's the right yeah, person. Absolutely. So you got to have the right people. You got to have absolutely. the right people. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. Uh, you brought the dad up. He texted me today and said, where, where do I want the Loma fight? Where would you want Devin Loma to take place I would at? love for that fight to take place in Saudi Arabia. Mm. Okay. That's what we thought was going to no, happen. No, that's not close. That's not what, oh, what we, we said. Dubai? No, Abu Dhabi. Oh. Okay, well, okay, yeah. Somewhere in the Middle East. Somewhere in the I'm Middle East. I'm with you, champ. I'm, and, matter of fact, I'm going to come high five you because I'm Wow. Please. Oh, my God. He's such a Devin and Tank fan, this guy. <laughs> oh, Listen, can't if, forget if Shakur. It, if, it happens, if it happens in in the Middle East, the Middle East is the new mecca of boxing in, in my era. Like, the Middle East, they're, they're taking over. So, if it happens in the Middle East, that fight will be huge. It'll do amazing numbers and... I think the yeah, Middle East awesome. um, is starting to become the mecca of sports, sports. mega events. Mm-hmm. I just forgot. They're trying to be the new Vegas. The World Cup. The World the Cup. The World Cup's in, in Qatar. The yeah, and Sam, let me tell you, I, I was in Qatar in two, 2018 mm-hmm. and 2020. So obviously, uh, 
18, they've already been under construction like five, six years getting everything. That country had no business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, you know, they were not ready, but um, the money that they have behind it, it's hard to deny them. It's legit yeah. hard to deny the Middle East right now. And they're yeah, literally yeah. pumping everything into these big events. And it's great to see. And I think um, it's deserving for the athletes to now be put on a stage that we haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know, for Devin, he's the A-side. He's an undisputed fighter. Uh, I think it'd be beautiful for the Muslim community to get something out there in the Middle East. Devin is my Muslim brother. And... Uh Honestly, everyone's asking me, where's my dream place to fight? I, my dream place to fight over the moon would be somewhere in the Middle East. I would love, love, love to fight in the Middle East. So, so basically you want on the undercard. If that happens, <laughs> if that happens and I'm not there, it would be a travesty. It would be awful. But I, I think if that fight happens in the Middle East, I don't see any, any, scenario where I, I wouldn't be somehow in, involved because the Middle East loves my grandfather. They, my mom has gone over there so many times and they, the love they've showed for the family is just insane. So I'm sure they'd love to, to have. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did your mother not have a trip to the Middle East? Like your fight week, your last fight? Yeah, that wasn't fight week. That was like, uh, so she was, she went to Jeddah um, which is in Saudi Arabia. Yes. And then, and then she flew same day that she landed in Jeddah. She flew back, uh, to California. Not my last fight, but the fight before last, okay. she made it to my fight about 10 minutes before I walked out. So it was a quick trip. She was, she was, uh, a monster for just traveling like that. I just want to put things into perspective. That's approximately about a 15 hour flight from California. So. Awful. Awful. So uh, I would not have been able to do that. Shout out to your mom. Yeah, I mean, big shout out. Uh, she wasn't missing your fight, apparently. No, she was. She she made it a point not to miss. There was so much drama with that. Like she had to fly back. Then we had to get a plane chartered from L.A. because I was in San Diego, not right. in L.A. So then she flew on a on a mini on like a mini private plane from L.A. to San Diego. It was an expensive. Mm. expensive uh, trip getting my mom to my fight, but she had to be there. She has to be at every single fight. Yeah, I would, uh, I would definitely love for you to be on that undercard, especially if it's, you know, in the Middle East. I would love to. I would love to. And uh, yeah, no, I'm just, I've, the Middle East has a special place in, in my life. So uh, the next one is from our producer who cut an intro and he wants you to hear it. I don't know if you're going to make it through the whole minute and 40, but... Brandon sent a minute and 40. Uh, Brian, make sure that we got audio. He's a savage. He's an animal. He's a different breed of person. He's not like us. Why is he ducking George Foreman? He's already a tramp. He ain't no champ. Around here jiving, making a business out of it. I'm a champion. I fight everybody every month. All of them, bar none. Theboxingvoice.com. I kept telling him he had no punch. He couldn't hit. He's swinging like a sissy. He's missing. Let me see your box. I hadn't started dancing yet. He talks too much. He's ugly. He's pretending I'm the true champion. And they make me the underdog. I'm going to show them all their own. Muhammad Ali didn't have a lot of muscles. He wasn't all that strong. This man's presence 
you could hit him where you hit everyone else, but he was not willing to fall. He was not willing to be counted out. I haven't convinced these suckers yet. I destroyed George Foreman. I destroyed Joe Frazier. Because I'm the champion. I'm the real champion. We're going to send you the rest so you can run to it, but... There was no one to talk shit like your grandfather. Let's yeah, be real. I was thinking he's so loud. <laughs> Even Brona, who did a good job, you got to be able to back it up. That's the thing. And, yeah. and Brona did that for a while and, and uh, until he couldn't. Um, but man, his grandfather could talk some shit. I, I love the one when he's like, I'm so fast. Turn the, what is it, turn the, the light, light switch? switch. Yeah. He's in the bed before the room was dark. Yeah. Yeah, man. He, 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 he could think of some great stuff. Yeah, he's Listen, smart. Mm, got a few more for you. Uh, Canna all the way in Nebraska says, Hey, Nico, thanks for coming on the show. Regarding your mind, no, regarding your stated mindset of proving you can go the distance, is this something you will be looking to do going forward? That's because he's a pathological better. He wants to make sure really? it's like, Uh oh, Nico's in his distance we phase. We're betting on distance. <laughs> <laughs> We're betting the over. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it all depends on, it all depends on, uh, I'm the type of guy that if I do it one time, then I'm like, I'm, I'm good. So I'm, I will never be looking for knockouts every single fight. That's never going to happen. But if I see it, if I see my opponent hurt, then I will go for the knockout. So I don't know if that helps with betting, but that's, that's my style. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, you don't just, worry about it. You just it. fight your fight. Yeah. yeah. Victor Banuelos, uh, what are your three favorite fights of all time? You love to watch. Okay. So I'm not going to place my grandfather in, in that because my grandfather would take the three, probably. Um, so I love watching Canelo Triple G. Mm -hmm. Which one? Um, that's tough, but I'm going to say I'm going to say number two. I'm going to say number two. So Canelo Triple G, I love watching. Uh, who, who's... Uh, Mayweather and uh, Mayweather and Corrales. Okay. Mayweather and Corrales. Love Great watching fight. that. Great fight. Man, what would be my third? Corrales I'm thinking. Was... I'm thinking of fights that I watch like on repeat. Mm. Um, man, I don't even do that. Do you do that? Uh, I think uh, Mayweather de La Hoya. Is How many probably, times you watched it? I've watched it at least two dozen times. Like, in, in, when's in, the last time you watched it? Oh, the last time. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, being you know in the how hard it is to watch a fight two times? Being in the business now, yeah, oh, I, I'm going to be honest with you, champ. If I ain't see you, if I ain't watch it live, it's Now, hard. I always go back because I, I love to talk about it. See, he doesn't do Sunday show. I do Sunday where I recap the weekend. Right, right. And, and, and even if I match a fight, I need to go back and watch it because I want to hear what Bradley said or I want to hear what Sergio Mora said. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes they be out of control. <laughs> nah, for right. real. I mean, you're right, you're uh, right. who was it? You I know, think Bradley's been critical of you. Oh, super. That's why. That's why Bradley's my dude. But it's motivating, right? I yeah, mean, I would take yeah. it as motivation. I, if, I'm gonna fucking he, show this guy. If he was a hater, I would not take it as motivation. I mean, he's a bit of a hater. So he's not. He swears he's not, Earl Spence is ducking. He swears oh, up and down. That. Earl Spence he's, he's is not ducking. He's not a hater Crawford. of me. He's not a hater of me. No, he's a bit of a hater. So, but I am glad that <laughs> but we I like him. that that he did come in because. I wanted to, I did have another, uh, what's the shit You're called? Word over. association. Okay, which and, one? And, and I don't know if your grandfather ever spoke to you about him or if you've ever heard stories, but Howard Cosell. Huh. That's a great one. 
Um, real quick, De La Hoya and Mayorga was my, my third fight. Oh, wow. Repeat. Um, but I watched Howard that. Cosell, hilarious. Um, their, their, their fake feud, like their relationship was hilarious. The first thing that comes to mind is um, when I was a little kid, I watched a video of Howard Cosell wishing my grandfather happy birthday on his, on my grandfather's like 50th or something like, or like four, I don't know, but he wished him happy birthday and he was getting teary, teary eyed. And I was like, Oh my God, that's, that's crazy. And it's crazy to see how they feuded with each other, uh, during his whole career. And then he was actually, you know, crying, uh, for him in, in his later years. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. Awesome. Mm. Awesome relationship though. I, I love those. Uh, those kind of uh, relationships. Do you think you'll build a relationship like that with, uh, I don't know, a, a broadcaster or a sports journalist? <sighs> like that? I don't know. It would, have to, it would have to come naturally. It would have to come naturally, but they, they were both think, just so witty. I think uh, like that is so hard. Yeah, very. I mean, I mean, you're talking about like top three, top five, relate like those kind of relationships. Yep. Um, even forget sports, even like just between a media member, like my uncle, he sends me clips all the time. He's like, you got to watch Howard because he, you know, he did this amazingly. He did, he was great at that. Mm -hmm. So that relationship I think was definitely uh once in a lifetime or, or very hard See, to but come the beauty, by. The beauty of that relationship uh, for the fighters that watch this interview is that uh, I, your, your grandfather was, uh, okay with Howard criticizing him. Yeah. This generation, if I, if I say, you know, damn, Nico uh, can't keep his fucking right hand up. I was too critical. They get, I'm they, not allowed to watch you train anymore. It's like, it's, it's like, it's chill, like, it's like man. They get, they get um, I, I don't want to say soft. They get, um, they're very, there's a word. Sensitive. There's a word. It's sensitive. It, it's, it's sensitive, uh, but there's a word. What is the word? Emotional. It, emotional. emotional. Sensitive, sense. I think it's sensitive. They're they're very sensitive, very sensitive. I am not whatsoever. So if someone says Nico gets hit with too many right hands, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll listen to you, and then and then we'll talk about it. I will never, uh, I will never be getting uh, sensitive like that. Uh, it's not gonna happen. And my grandfather was the same way. He was just so secure. He, he insecure. Insecure. That's right. There's a lot of it, there's a lot of insecurity in sports, especially mm. especially with like men and their egos. There's a lot of insecurity. So I I'm not insecure. So if someone wants to say something that's not disrespectful, then then you know. New York Bullet says, "What's good, champ? Funny thing is, my question was was your what was your favorite three fights by your grandfather? Okay, so that's a good one. That's a good." One. Uh, so number one is Rumble in the Jungle. Mm. Um, that, yeah, Rumble in the Jungle is number one. That's the fight I watched with him all the time. Sentimental value. Uh, number two, I would say, is Thrilla in Manila. It's got, that's got to be, like, that's got to be in the top three greatest fights of all time, I believe. Um, and then the third one will be him in Cleveland Williams. Mm. Um, I've never watched that one. I think it's fair to ask just because you're big on it. I know a big thing, or from what I've heard, a big thing with you guys was movies. Huge. What huge. was uh what was some of the movies that you guys would watch maybe on repeat, just like the fights? 
Was there ever a movie maybe around the holidays that you guys would sit down and watch together? There wasn't a movie on repeat, but there was a movie we would always talk about. So my family is big on horror. Like we would we would force him to watch some scary movies. And, but it that's like it brings like the emotions out. Like it, you know, nothing's better than being able to like jump and be afraid when, you know, watching a movie. So that's fun. But the number one movie that we would watch and always talk about was uh, King Kong. It was uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong, and it came out in theaters, and my grandfather actually came with us to the theater to watch the movie, and uh, yeah, that was, that was the best movie. We, we talk about that uh, still to this day, because my grandfather loved that movie. Did you watch the, the latest King Kong? I did. What'd you think? It was cool. Um, I, I think I'm one of those old heads that's like, oh, it'll never be like the old one because, mm-hmm. but I watched it with my grandfather. So it's got like sentimental value to me. And I don't know. It was cool. It was good. I'm good. not a movie head, but wasn't there one before the Peter Jackson one? Yeah. Wait. Like old, old? Yeah. Oh, you mean, oh, no, no, no. Because I, I, there was I, an old, there's old been one. two since that. There's been King Kong and then the thing Skull Island or some shit. Skull Island happened after Peter Jackson's, and then after okay. that, it was Godzilla and King Kong. Okay, that's okay. And I've okay, seen both. I, I watch, we watch movies. We watch, uh, that's what we So do. I'm assuming you have already seen Wakanda Forever. Of course. Of course I've seen Did it. Did you cry, though? I didn't cry, but it what? was it was Damn. very sad. It was very sad. Um, you ain't get teary at all. No. Damn, Nico. I, I, I didn't, but we, I, listen. We, my family loves Chadwick Boseman. I think he was an amazing person. It, it's so sad to see, you know, like that he he had he had cancer for like years and never and didn't said say nothing to no one. Um, and it makes me wish that he. I wish he would have said something because he looked really thin at one point, and there were people online making fun of him. And I was like, that's why you don't make fun of people because you mm-hmm. never know what, what's going what on in someone's going life, yeah. man. Yeah, but, but yeah, champ, you know it's one. hard at that level because it's like everybody's in your business. Everyone's everyone's in your business, and I get it. I get it. Like um, you got to think about it. He was for a him, private person. I respect. For, I respect for that. For him, he was the biggest too. So it's like, yo, sometimes you yo, just that want that piece. Yo, that movie took him next level too. Yeah, it's just sad to see someone suffer in in silence like that. But um, my mom cried. My cousin cried. Um, I think the everyone in the theater cried, and I was just I was just like. You know, it, it was it was a it was a great farewell movie. Like they they paid homage uh, very well. Uh, did you see Black Adam? Oh my God, I did not see Black. What? Adam. I did not see Black Adam. So you're not a Dwayne Johnson? I'm fan? I'm a huge Dwayne Johnson fan. He he was super. I met I met that him. That might and be he was his super best cool. project really? ever in his fucking life, what? man. Really. I don't know. I mean, does he have a better movie than Hobbs? I mean, not even Hobbs. Like, being the cop in Fast and Furious? Like, really, what else are we going to remember The Rock for? Other than wrestling, then he crossed over to acting, but his biggest movie is Fast and the Furious. He got a spinoff. Like, that's literally his biggest movie. Okay, so, so... When they invited me to see Black wanna, Adam, I was I was already in a movie. I was already in a movie theater. Coach K, Flick, and all crazy. of them went to go see Black Adam, but I was already in a theater when they said, hey, Nico, do you want to go see a movie? I was already watching another That's another the movie. movie you invite your friends that don't like superhero movies. And you turn them on to them? Because he kills. 
See, in it, a bad way. That's okay. crazy. I, I, He's I'm like, gonna like, watch I'm, Black Adam. That's now. crazy I'm though, because that. now I, I just, I just question like our friendship, bro. Because you never, <laughs> never invited me to watch Black Adam. Bro, that's, that's, that shit that's, is old up. already, bro. That has to be like a month old, man. Check it out. It's like old already. That's why I'm shocked he hasn't watched it. But uh, people are already complaining. And I was going to mention that for The Rock, if you want to talk about his, I don't know, showing his acting chops, right? Because as a wrestler who's a bodybuilder, you obviously expect him to play an action role, like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. All his right. roles was action. So yeah, did he show a softer side in Gridland Gangs or whatever the fuck? I did cry in that shit too. Because that was a story, you know? Close to home. Uh, did you watch that? No? Oh, I Jesus Christ. You neither? Jesus listen, Christ. Listen, listen, listen. You neither. I'm, I'm a rock, I'm a rock fan. Bro. I'm a rock fan. I'm going to see. I'm you watching didn't Black watch Adam. Gridland Gang. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Bro, he plays like, and it's a true story. He plays like some counselor that takes over this detention center and creates a football team and gives these guys so bro i cried I like see, a fucking I don't like, bro i I'm was not a like football oh. fan. i'm not a football fan so anytime you but know my favorite football movie thing. was uh the longest yard okay but, okay but, but since doesn't talking, that have nelly in it it sure does <laughs> yo hold on who are you you talking about the rock it doesn't even show up what's this movie called gridland gangs man let me see. Yeah, bro. Oh, Gridiron Gang? Gridiron. Okay, I'm saying it wrong. But that shit old as hell. I'm just telling you. It's Wait, a, it's a, you you just said it came out a month Wait, ago. Wait, the no, Black Adam came I out a saw. month ago. This guy's all over the place. You're so, ruining this. Black, Black, Black. I'm going to see Black Adam 100% because, you, I mean, I there's no better review than what you just and, gave. No, and I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm, I might... We're short on time, bro. But the Rock had, bro, Jumanji. I don't even like oh, that kind of come shit. On. Listen, listen. Moana, that's just, Jumanji that, was good. Moana changed the culture. I didn't see Moana. Moana, bro. Those those songs were playing for years. You talking um, about the Jumanji song? No, no, no. Uh, he, well, he wasn't really. It was a cartoon, but he was yeah, the, the little the, the surfing cartoon. Yes. The, is an island guy. Yeah, that's Moana, bro. Knock it off, man. Bro, uh, and that's animation. We talking about showing your fucking chops as an actor, <laughs> and especially Jumanji for was, him. Oh, Jumanji it's was like, fun. It's like Central for you, intelligence. He showed you, his chops for you. You gonna need and the game plan, bro. He was so soft. He, bro, the game, game plan where where he was uh he 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 found out he was a dad he was a star football player living the star life the little girl and, and the, that and, shit was straight to DVD bro get that out of here man bro. you tripping that was a good bro movie. that shit got zero promotion what the hell is that that's the, an older one it was a nah. Disney film bro that I, was Netflix before Netflix he found that on MySpace no bro bro I remember that look four point seven stars oh wow shout out I never out heard of, of that. I never heard of it. I'm making sure. I'm making sure. I'm making sure. He's right. That's no. an IMBD that got 10 stars. That's a shit movie. <laughs> no, 4.7 out of 5. Oh, wow. Okay. It's out of 5. I watched that movie when I was a little kid. Respect. The game Bro, plan. Black Adam. I'm going to see Black Adam. Fire. And just real quick, I got to say, because um, you're talking about movies that made, made you cry. I don't want you to think I'm a robot. I cried when I saw Ghosts. 
Oh my Patrick God! Swayze. Who no, doesn't listen, cry listen, from ghosts? Listen, listen. I, you okay, gotta no, pick you, an all-time okay, like, okay, favorite, I'm, bro. That's, like that's what I cried with. That, bro, I cried with ghosts. ghosts. I mean, it's sad because I know my kids' kids won't even know what ghosts is. Danny probably never watched fucking ghosts. Shout out that's to you up. for watching ghosts, Shout man. You're 22. I'm a guy, I'm a film, guys. 22. I'm a film we watch ghosts. I'm a film dude. I watched. Bro. I watched the classics. I watched Whoopi the Goldberg is amazing Whoopi in that movie. Whoopi Goldberg is amazing. He's never gonna know who's Whoopi. You don't know who's Whoopi. Whoopi. I know Whoopi. I know Brown in that I know, movie. I, I've never seen Ghost, but I know Whoopi from that's Sisters sad. Act. Okay, Sisters Act. And that's Act. an old ass movie. Yeah, that's old. That's, that's old. before I she came out my she, mom. She was a Whoopi Goldberg was amazing in Ghost. Patrick Swayze was amazing. Was it Debbie Moore? Yes. Debbie Moore was amazing. Nah, Demi, Demi. Demi, Demi Moore was amazing. But no, they that was a that was a crazy movie That's too, man. Movie. I, That's my movie. I hope they don't remake it, but I, I am a king they, of remakes. I, I I'm honest with you. You like remakes? Because I want them to bring them up to date. Okay, like, I but, it, but would you guys no, you okay? Oh, because you said Patrick Swayze. Yep. So he was in the remake of Dirty Dancing, which yeah. was hella long later. Would yeah. you be okay if he is he still alive? No, I don't know. No, he pa he passed away uh, many many years Damn, ago. Yeah, and, 2009. And, that, and, and Dirty Shit. Dancing is a classic. You've never watched it either. You don't the have first the time. One, no, I didn't even know. I you never watched Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. No, I've only of course seen you didn't. Look at he him. didn't wow. even know that was a thing. Yeah. I don't even Bro, know what that it, is. They made that movie in Cuba, right? Google it. I'm pretty sure they did that in they, Cuba they somehow. Got, they got into Cuba in 04. That was really? back then. That's I'm telling you, no fool. See, I'm a, we we could have a whole discussion on movies because I watch classics, but I only watch. Look at the these good tough movies. guys in the chair. I never cried in any movie. No, it, it, you're gonna cry. You're gonna cry. You're gonna cry if you watch a movie with something that you care about. That's it. I mean, you That's got it. if you didn't cry in what was the name? I'm saying it wrong. I thought it was Gridland Gangs. What is it? Grid Gridland Gang. Grid Iron Grid Iron Gang. Gang. If you didn't cry in that, you have no no heart. You have no, there's I, no I'm gonna be honest there. with you. I know I've seen it so many times. I don't know that I've cried, but the last watch, the last. I watch. haven't seen that, but I know. I where, know what happened. Where, I the, know what happened. The the, the 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 army dudes. No 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 no. The last the watch is two cops. Oh, yeah, in yeah, LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and um, he's filming like it's 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 what's the guy's name? He's he he's got a funny last name. Dylan Hall. Dylan that's the one. Boom. And the Mexican, the Mexican, the Mexican, he's always funny, but that was a serious that role. That was a serious movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was a good movie. No, good and movie. even even in the movie, he was funny as shit. Like really? he was, he was the funny out of the two. Like he was, a, he was a stupid. I should one. See that movie? Why? Yo, he said I cried and like came with Mufasa died. You guys, <laughs> you guys, just fucking hilarious. Hey, who who did? I was. That's a great point. Who didn't cry in Lion King when Mufasa died? Yo. That's hilarious. I'm gonna piss you I don't off, remember Chan, if I cried. I, I've never seen the movie in full. What? Never seen Lion King in full. But he don't have kids. Well, you neither. That no, I don't, but, but I you're was young a kid. enough I was to a kid have, before. Yeah, you're young enough to have lived through Lion King. The thing is, uh, <laughs> Sam, I'm Mexican, man. I've been cutting grass since I was like seven. Right. Yeah. So I grew up watching uh 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 oh my god, there's a movie we would watch all the time called Mi Familia. And J or in English, they had both. They did my it. My family. They did it in English and Spanish. It was my family. J Lo was like the mom in the beginning what? of that movie. Yup. So J Lo's the mom in the beginning of that movie, and it's legit a Mexican family crossing the borders and the struggle. And I'm like, yo, why? Y'all didn't even have it this rough. I'm like, why do y'all keep watching this movie yeah, over and over? Yeah. But yeah, I didn't watch like 
a lot of kid movies. No, Lion King. Let me tell you something about like, Lion I'm King. Like, I'm watching them I, now. I cried in Lion King when I was a baby, when I was a kid. <laughs> and now growing up now, I'm like, the Lion King story is like, that's me. Like, I, so I feel, <laughs> hey, listen. Wait, I'm, wait, I want to know how. Listen, Let me I'm, get it. Like, I'm Simba. Like, Simba's trying to, his, his, his dad dies and he's got to fill the shoes of his dad. So that's how I feel with like boxing with my grandfather. I'm like, I'm like, this is crazy. I, I talk about it to my family all the time. Let's go. I love it, man. That's what it is. Yo, Ryan Tomatoes gave that a 79, bro. So your family has good taste, man. Listen, uh, Brian, let's cut to the promo for Kenichi Beer. Give out your social media. My social media, the important one is Instagram. It's Nico Ali Walsh, N-I-C-O-A-L-I-W-A-L-S-H. I'm on TikTok now. I'm I'm doing good on TikTok. I'm trying to post as much as I can. And Twitter, you could find me by looking me up somewhere. It's, and I don't know. You may see him on your next edition of Vogue. You never know. Yeah, no. Versace wearing a new Versace no, robe. Listen, not. don't go away. We're just going to take a quick picture with him. In the meantime, check out this promo. Don't forget to head on over to KenichiBear.com.
up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was a fantastic interview, but I didn't want to go without truly discussing the Jermaine Franklin, Dillian White matchups taking place this Saturday. Um, you know, my mind is telling me you got to go with the battle-tested Dillian White. Um, he's just done too much in the heavyweight division. He gets a bad rap. People don't like to give him credit, but, uh, you know, he's probably, you know, the best heavyweight to never win a world title. And it's unfortunate. You know, I hope he doesn't give up before getting to actually put a world title around his waist. Uh, he's been in the ring with fantastic names. He's won and lost to Alexander Povetkin. He's beaten Maurice Vach, Oscar Rivas, Chisora twice. Joseph Parker, Lucas Brown, Hellenius, Markham Tan, you know, even David Allen. So uh, don't forget Anthony Joshua. Like, my man's been in there. The thing is, his three losses come by knockout. I, Jermaine Franklin just doesn't have the power. He just doesn't have the power, in my opinion, to stop Dillian White. Dillian White is a, a good jabber, long jabber. And when he, when, when he has nothing to fear, he's all on you, man. He's not there to do any overtime whatsoever. And uh, I wanted to specifically talk about this because obviously they dropped an episode yesterday for the face-off between Dillian White and uh, Jermaine Franklin, and it was telling. I don't think that Franklin's ready for this, uh, for this show. Um, he seemed to have been bullied, in my opinion, at the oh, face-off. Wow. You didn't watch it? I, yeah. Guess the- not. Uh, being bullied is a is a, is a strong word. I mean, bro, my man literally said, "You ain't from the hood. Don't talk to me like that." Yeah, geez. where hood you from? Don't even know Robin Hood. Don't. Yeah, calm down, like, bro. And, and, and my man's just like, "Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, okay." Man, get the fuck out of here. You all cool about my man trying to play you when you know that's exactly what he's trying to do. He's trying to get views. He's trying to show. Uh, you he know, Americans doing the ring, but but is, and that's my point. Is he really? And 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 even even fucking Dillian said that he said, "Bro, come on, man. We brought you in here to be bashed up. You the one that's gonna get bashed up. You know what you're here for. Mm. You ain't been on this level. So you only even think Franklin believes in himself. I don't think Franklin, be- not based off that footage. Mm. No, sir, not based. So off what's that your footage. pick, champ? Derek Chisora, bye. You mean Dillian White? Yeah, Dillian White. I I was looking at the chat. I'm sorry. I would say, you know, probably Dillian by stoppage. I'm going to be real, man. Probably Dillian by stoppage. Franklin is undefeated, but he's never been on this level at all. And at all. the comment I read, kind of to your point, Ness, and it's so funny. And guess what? He's been out the ring for like two years or more. I think, it, yeah, I think you're right since uh, 2020. Um. Kind of to your point, the Derek Chisora comment I, I was reading in the in the chat says that Derek Chisora said Wilder got bullied by Fury, whereas Fury had to be tactical with White because White ain't stupid in the ring. Uh, okay. You know, did you ever feel at I any think that, point? I think that the thing is, Fury wasn't tactical with Dillian White. I'm not. I don't see that. You know what I'm saying? Um, he bullied White too. I mean, he literally uppercutted and pushed his ass. Not just that, but um, think about it. Even in the buildup, uh, you know, there was 
oh, if you don't sign this, if, if, you know, if you don't take this, you won't get the fight. It, there was like a lot of stipulations, remember, because that's what ended up pissing White off saying how they weren't getting the fair treatment, a.k.a. being bullied. And that's why he didn't show up to none of the press events. Mm -hmm. So definitely uh, bullied White there. Yep. But no, man, I'm I'm definitely with you. I, I think that Dillian comes out um, strong, and I think that he gets a a, a mid to, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking maybe like six to eight, six to ninth round. So somewhere in that mid to early or, or, or late fight. You know, the betting line is going to be odd because Franklin being undefeated, never been down that I know of, right? Not that I can recall, no, and, sir. And, 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 uh, but, but he never been tested. So I don't know what the over is going to be on that fight. Uh, London Runs Boxing is saying that Shane McGuigan said Franklin was slow and sluggish when they sparred Dubois, but he could take a very good punch. So, uh, sparring is sparring. Uh, Ken is saying that Franklin um, did fight once this year, got a fifth-round KO. Yeah, I mean, it was a not even a real fight, bro. It's definitely not a real fight. It was a, it was a stay-busy tune-up fight that he was meant to win. And if you look through his resume, he's going... I see you. Yeah. What was that? No, uh, somebody oh, with White, White Sox shirt. They were they were looking up the podcast, looking us up, and I I saw my homegirl repping the repping the city, champ. Okay. I'm always repping the city. Okay, yes, sir. Okay, so we got the line here for Dillian and Franklin on the 26th this weekend. Bacalov fights this weekend too. Bacadar, Bacadir, Bacadar. We're gonna have to get Jeffrey on that one. Where the hell is the Dillian? And I got the glasses on. You believe this shit? Jocasta's in there. Damn, should we bet? She's a minus 205. I heard she might lose that fight, remember? They were telling us? Really? Listening. Who you texting, bro? Um, Sky just working, right here, champ. Bro. Just, just working. working. He always say he's working. Damn, so we getting ready for the tour. The over-under, they got actually every round, bro. Wow. Wow. Nine and a half is still plus money over nine and a half. Yo, nine and a half is, is still plus money. See, this is what I'm telling you. They don't know. Will this fight go to distance? It's a 10 or 12 rounder. Damn. Is it a 10 or 12 rounder? Hold on. Bro, minus 480, this fight don't go to distance. They trust this 12 rounder. Minus 480, it does not or it does? It does not. So what is it that it does go to distance? 290. But you're saying... Dillian knockout, right? So they're saying what we're saying. I'm saying Franklin ain't got no fucking power. So he he can't keep dealing off of him. But, you know, that don't mean he can't take a good punch. He don't mean he can't survive. He undefeated. No, and and, and There's that's... zero prop bets. There's literally just like the over-under. Shit, bullshit. Franklin's a plus 700. <laughs> and and that's what, that's what Shane McGuigan's been that's saying crazy. as far as... Uh, Franklin's ability to take a punch and withstand that power. I'm a wait off, man. We're gonna have to wait till Friday to see that one. I I don't like it. Uh, but let me let me yeah. I do wanna I do wanna get Jeffrey to to say that man's name. Let's see how how Jeffrey says it. Is that like the actual? Bakudir Jalilov. Why they changed my Jeffrey from a man to a female, bro? Bakadir Javalov. Bakadir. 
So there you go. He's uh, your gold medalist, undefeated pro heavyweight, the man to knock out Richard Torres. He's back in action this weekend as Who well. Who fighting? No way to make money on him. My man's over under is one and a half. The under is plus 120. That might be where you make money. Just think about it. One and a half, that means halfway through the second round. Bruh, you tripping, man. There ain't, ain't no money. There ain't no money to make there. Look, this fight goes the distance plus 875. <laughs> Yo, on that note. Probably minus a thousand that it doesn't. On that note, I'm 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 waiting, definitely waiting until Friday. See big baby Jermaine Franklin on the way in and see how he looking cause. Wait, is he a big baby too? No, but uh. he looked like a big baby. He looking. Yo, matter of fact, that's another thing. My man said, yeah, look at him. He's got the big head with big dreads. I'm going to hit him in his big head. <laughs> Yo, he was playing him, man. My man ain't had no energy. Like, I can never picture Shakur Stevens sitting across from someone that's literally calling him fat. You can't fight. You never did this. You never did that. You ain't from the hood. Watch what you're saying. I'll wait for you outside and show you what intimidate. Like, he was a punk, man. I'm sorry mm. to say that to a fighter, but, like, he let my man play him. He literally said, like, bruh, this ain't intimidation. You want to see intimidation? I'll wait for you outside. I'm like, bro, what's going on? Franklin, yeah. Franklin, like this. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. That oh, you think you intimidate? Don't intimidate me. In here, outside, what's the difference? I'm like, all right. Yeah, what if he just pulls off the upset? Then amen. We got an American heavyweight worth something. Um, but till then, that's twice, man. Regis did that shit too. Went over there, let Chazora do that shit to him. Who? That's, oh, you don't remember? Regis? Oh, you don't remember? Look up the look up the press conference for Regis Pro Grade Josh Teller undercard, because they was the undercard to Chazora. And watch how Chazora treated him. Sunned him. And I hate to say that because that's gonna make me lose my relationship, but that's what we all saw. That's what happened. I don't remember that, and I remember the fight vividly. Man. This is why you got to be a boxing voice fan, man, because that ain't shit getting past me. Nothing. I'm a Gemini. We read all fucking body language. Everything you do, we on top of it. Look it up. I bet you yeah, somebody I, I bet you somebody titled it Chizora Savagely Roast American Champion or some shit, I bet. <laughs> they get a sensation. Oops. Hi, ladies. Let me get an outside shot. Look at these beautiful ladies. How are you? You go ahead and enjoy the win. I hope you guys uh, win, win a lot some of money. money. Yeah, go win some you money. Know? Absolutely. <laughs> enjoy the buffet. I'm sorry my co-host has a potty mouth. It's potty boy. Listen, we're out of here. And that's GTO, Instagram, and Green Twitter. Walk, Danny. We are the Boxing Voice. Catch us on the next one. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. So, I'll be probably doing my show in the morning. So, yeah. Because you know I wake up. I wake up with nothing to do. Running around... You know, just walking aimlessly and the news is breaking. And no it's like, blue wire tomorrow or Yeah, Friday. there's no blue wire. They celebrate holidays apparently around here. Yeah, those guys don't believe in modern day slavery. Yeah, Ness is uh, one of the few. Him what are they running in China? What is it called? Him, him and Fidel. Sweatshops? Yeah, sweatshops. There we go. I got Danny in a sweatshop. <laughs> Help me. Catch us on the next Yo, one. Yo, we ain't got my button. The like, boxing change voice. the voice right now. <laughs> With the helium. Yo, we peace. out, man. Catch us. <laughs>